0: name is Todd. This is Kathy. Welcome back to another episode of Zen Parenting Radio. This is podcast number 564. Why live to Zen Parenting Radio? Because you'll feel outstanding. And always remember that the best predictor of a child's well-being is a parent's self-understanding. On today's show, we have three very special guests. Who do we have, sweetheart?
1: Um, Well, they can introduce themselves. Oh, can we do this? Can we hold the mic? (laughs) I like just pulled the mic like I'm about to sing a song. Um, So the girls are going to join us today. Our daughters, uh, our oldest daughter, JC, is a senior. Our second daughter, Cameron, is a sophomore. And our third daughter, Skylar, is in seventh grade. So we wanted to talk a little bit today about um, the school year. And I was just telling them like the overview of this discussion Is the fact that something I've been noticing, um, not just in the Chicagoland area where we live, but from clients and people I talk to all over the country is that I think there is this desire to keep our 2019 goals, our 2019 meaning last year, our 2019 educational goals intact for 2020. And I think right there we're doing ourselves a disservice because it's a very different year. And there's a lot of things that we have needed to adjust. And I know a lot of parents have wanted to return to this school year and kind of just pick up where they left off or pick up where we left off last February. But there's some, and again, I know it's uncomfortable, but readjustments we have to make. So um, I wanted to, we wanted to see kind of where the girls were at, maybe if they had some helpful information to parents about what's really happening with remote school. So does one of you, one of you want to explain what our school district is doing? Sure. Okay.
2: Okay. So basically what we're doing is we're doing a block schedule like we do in regular years, but, um, Monday has a certain amount of classes. Usually for at least high school, it's four classes on one day and three classes on another day to get all the basic classes in. And then, on Wednesday, we kind of have a meet-up day if you need to talk to a teacher or some classes kind of require you to do some work. So it depends on the teacher.
0: Did you get that right? Does that sound right, Skylar? Um,
3: no. But in that's... middle school, we don't have that. We have um, five hours each day except for Wednesday.
0: Got it. So Cameron
1: has it right for high school, mm-hmm. but middle school is a little more uh, typical?
3: School. It's a little mm-hmm. more normal.
1: Okay. So what's it like for a senior, JC?
4: Um. Well, for my particular schedule, we I have like four classes on the first day because we have alternating classes. And then on the second day, I have two. So I like personally like it because I feel we have more time to do the work we're given instead of rushing through it and trying to get through the day. Um, most of the time is actually work you need to do. They lecture and then for us, they say, okay, you can get off, do the work you need, or go in breakout rooms and do it in groups. So it's more of time that you actually need.
0: So whose idea was this to have them on? Theirs or yours?
4: Uh, theirs. Okay.
1: So one question that I have, sorry. I think before, oh, it's was JC's, sorry, it was specifically JC's idea. But one question that I have is I think one thing that parents don't understand, if they have not either been you know, in the school day and seeing what their kids do, or if they haven't been teachers is when you guys are in a regular school system, like, like you were in 2019, every year up to 2019 is every minute of the day focused on learning. Mm
2: -hmm. No, no, not at all. Oh, at the class time? Well, I just mean like,
1: if you get to school at eight or whatever time, Mm -hmm. and then you guys leave at three, are you in, are you learning? Oh, no, no.
4: It's a lot of wasted space.
1: So explain that.
4: Uh, I think that, well, I mean, I don't want to say it's wasted because part of it's socializing. That's why most people want to go back to school because they're not like meeting. I don't know. They just can't see people, which sucks. But um, usually most of the time it's like lectures and then you do a lot of practice, which some people think is wasted space because you're not like, sure, they're practicing, but it's more for the teacher. But for this, it's like they lecture, you do the work you need to and then you're done. So it's like, all productive work, I feel. Right. And there is also
1: time between classes. There's study halls. There's lunch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there's definitely time during the day. In, in And I know both of you have gone through middle school, but Skylar, in middle school is every minute of the day focused on learning.
3: No, but there's not always focused on socializing. Like, it doesn't – it changes every time. What does that mean? Like – some days it's different. Like, we don't have an exact schedule like we do on Zoom. Got it. Like, we're not always learning. Sometimes it's a work day and sometimes we're just not.
0: <clears throat> okay. Um, so, sweetie, you, what are you hoping? Because we have listeners who have who are parents of high schoolers mm-hmm. and middle schoolers like ours. And then there's obviously parents who have preschoolers and second graders. I just want to, just because I want to be able to begin with the end in mind, what are we hoping that the listeners pull from this?
1: Well, I mean, every, you know, not everybody's going to have our situation just having, you know, two high schoolers and a middle schooler, like you said, our our neighbors, the people who live all over, all around <laughs> us, they have kids who are in elementary school. So they're having a very different kind of experience. And, and I can kind of, even though I'm not in their homes, I'm kind of watching what they're doing, you mm. know, where the kids are. They do school. And actually, JC, didn't you babysit for our neighbors? And so they, they have school, and then they have a break, and they go to lunch with a friend. Is that mm. Oh, right? yeah.
4: So, well, I thought it was interesting because they, they have a little bit of a different schedule. Like, they start around our, I, I guess, around Skyler's time, actually. Um, but they have, like, 30-minute breaks. So it's like they go to school for a couple of hours, and then they have 30-minute breaks in the middle of the day, which I think is really smart. So they can eat, and they can, like, not be sitting still. Um And then after they go to like one. So it's like two hours break, two hours.
1: So maybe a little different for the younger kids. Yeah. Right now we're talking about Chicagoland, meaning that, you know, people who listen to the show are from all over the country or, you know, all over the world. So not everybody is having the same experience. But I think what I wanted to focus on or what the hope is, is that we have this understanding that this school year is not meant to 100 percent mimic what typical school is like. I think that speaking to teachers, which you guys have been part of some of our conversations with teachers and also being a former teacher and talking to teachers is everybody is doing the best they can with what they've got, with what they have access to. They're learning on the fly and we are all in a time of uncertainty where the structure and the schedule is not solid. And I know that makes a lot of parents and kids uncomfortable, but it's why I'm saying we have to, you know, remember that 2019 is not like 2020. Is that we have to continue to evolve through this process rather than I'm seeing a lot of parents demanding that kids be on in their classes longer, that they actually have a real, you know, a a full day where they're actually either on Zoom eight to three or, or given more work, and I think we this is a time to the reason why I wanted the girls to talk about their school day is was all that time in the classroom a hundred percent necessary all the time.
2: Like maybe this even you can find good things in whatever is going on with the pandemic uh, by showing how much we didn't need, like how much we were, a lot of kids were spacing out in class and that you uh, had a lot of things you really shouldn't have had to do because they weren't, uh exactly productive in learning in your classes and this is kind of showing what teachers can do in a limited amount of time and it's a bit easier for kids to be able to learn the lesson get off take a break eat lunch go do whatever and then they get to do their work and more people might do it and some people who just never do their work might not but either way it gives kids more space to figure it out for themselves
0: so um I know my goal for today's podcast and because I've seen some things on social media where kind of what you just said, sweetie is uh, you know parents get very demanding and all that. like my hope is that we can just loosen the grip a little bit on expectations and I think that's what you're saying. I'm just saying it a little bit differently. But just for clarity, so you guys right now are technically in school via Zoom. So you're in your bedrooms or somewhere in the house four days a week and one day on Wednesday in the middle, which is there's nothing specific. Monday coming up, September 14th, you guys are supposedly going into school for two of the, those four days. You're, you're shaking your head.
1: It's called a hybrid schedule.
0: Okay. So you're going to be in your physical structure of your school uh, two of the days. It looks like Skyler had no idea.
3: I, no, I just, what you corrected was not what I was shaking my head about. Oh. Yeah, it's the Wednesday thing, right? We, we have Wednesday on school. It
2: depends on the student.
0: Okay, so it just depends on on the school, but basically you're going to be in school two out of the five days, correct?
3: Yeah. No, yeah. Uh, we have Wednesday mandatory because Monday was off, but that's just for this week.
0: Right, but general, generally mm-hmm. speaking. So the question that I want to ask is, do you got, Are you guys excited to go back into the physical school?
2: No. No. okay
0: let's go one at a time no. Cameron you said no you'd rather be virtual
2: yeah at first I was kind of like let's just go back to school because like I miss people and stuff but I honestly think the pros of going back to school uh, don't outweigh the cons at this point because one I don't really want to go back being able to get up and like literally five minutes later being able to just go on zoom and like having more sleep that's a plus. And I like the shorter school days. I like having breaks in between. I like only having three classes a day. Uh, I think that's very productive. And I honestly just don't think it's a good idea to have that many kids in a confined space for however many hours a day. And I I just don't think it's worth it because I think Zoom's working pretty well. And I know we had some internet uh, stuff in the beginning, but Zoom hasn't, like, stopped working that entire last week that we had, so you know, I would I don't want to go back.
3: What about you, Sky? Um, I mean, yeah, I'm kind of with Cameron. I just don't think it's a good idea to go back right now.
1: Well, let me ask this question: Are you guys scared, or are you just like, what are we doing?
3: Yeah, like, yeah I'm not scared. I'm I've never
2: I'm not gonna be like freaked out. Like I I don't want to get close to anyone or whatever. I just think it's stupid to do, cause I I. I can't speak for District 205, and I understand that some private schools have gone back, but it just doesn't seem necessary to do this, and I understand for classes like PE who, like, need to kind of be active in order to, like, do all that stuff, that's tough, but it's just not worth it right now. It's like the... The, obviously the people getting COVID are going to go up as soon as we go back to school and we know that. And then I feel like they're just going to have to close it down again because they realize how many people have it. Cause that's what happens sometimes when like they open something back up or whatever.
1: A lot of back and forth. Mm-hmm. And so JC, this is interesting for you because this is your senior year. So this mm-hmm. is like JC's last year, obviously. So what are your thoughts about hybrid?
4: Um, well, I think this is kind of going back to last year a little bit, but we took I took a class last year and one of the things we touched on was like the flawed school system, how it was, how it was. The what school system? Flawed. how The, the school flawed school system. Yeah. How it's still based upon like working class in the 1800s. Like you're supposed to go to school with the same like age group and you're supposed to be in one place for seven hours a day, which I thought that was interesting. You're just building machines to go out in the world and work. And I think this is a really good time to fix it because we can't go back. We have a scientific reason not to go back. So I, like we've all said, I think it's working because we're not, we're getting more sleep. First of all, we're having more time to ourselves. Mm -hmm. I'm, you know, obviously in a small contained group, I'm seeing people. I actually enjoy being around because school, you know, it's very socially draining, but good at the same time. Mm -hmm. Um, And there's no wasted space. You go, you learn the lesson, you do your work, you turn it in, and that's it. I think that's way better than it has ever been.
1: That's super interesting. I'm glad that you brought that up. I say that, I don't even feel like JC and I have had that conversation um, yet, but in my college class, I always tell my social work students that, that... you know the structure of the classroom and the expectation of the classroom was it was created for an industrial revolution like it was a completely different mindset about why even the idea that kids need to sit in a classroom in rows in for a certain amount of time we now know research wise that's not really what's best that movement is actually what helps you memorize things like we've learned so much more about the brain but it is so hard to create change when you're used to a system
3: mm-hmm.
1: so like So a question for all three of you, because you're all in different grades, like what do the kids, your closest friends, but even kids that you see on social networking, like do they all agree with you or what, what's, what are you finding?
2: Um, I can't speak for everyone. The people that I'm seeing, my friends, they do like zoom and they kind of said the same things. I like it. I'm getting more sleep, all of that stuff. And I'd say we agree because we're very used to, like, the technical stuff. And I know some of the older teachers, like, don't know how to work your computer or, like, don't understand Zoom. But this is kind of, like, easier for the younger people because it's easier to just be on Zoom and be able to turn off your camera if, like, if you need a second because everything's overwhelming. You can't do that in school. And if you go out to the bathroom everyone's uh, and you come back, like, ten minutes later, they're like, oh, where were you or whatever. And they're always questioning you. And it's just it's so much less stressful and i'll say that for, so
1: there's like a social yes. component that has been alleviated
2: mm-hmm.
4: so uh much. yeah for sure i mean at the beginning i wouldn't say because it was like so bad to like introduce yourself over screen oh, yeah. but like that, like, was, that like, was bad beginning of the year stuff right and mm-hmm. that's like what you have to do no matter what but over screen i felt it was even more awkward um that's just me personally but i think we're preparing ourselves for the future because that's what everyone's saying it's everything's going to be over screen and we're learning it young, and we, like Cameron said, we've always been on screens, but it's not like Zoom and FaceTime is gonna go away. You know what That's I mean? That's true. And,
1: Skyler, what do you think in middle school? Do you think people like the Zoom, or do you think that it's different for people your age?
3: Um, it's very different for middle school. I don't think anyone has really enjoyed the Zoom. We don't have breaks. Like, a lot of people just would rather go back to school. So they, cause they're, even though we're at school physically, we still have breaks and no one has gotten that and everyone's kind of annoyed with it, but see, most people want to go back to school.
1: Interesting. So the structure in middle school, like it, it kind of feels like, and I'm just watching my two kids, but it feels like my high school students, so Jason Cameron have a little more of a college type mm. schedule where Skylar, you're still maintaining kind of a regular school day schedule over Zoom. Is that kind
0: of what I'm, okay. Um, Yeah, I would, you know, I don't know if this is true or not, but it seems like it's the most, you know, if you start at kindergarten and go through JC, who's a senior, you know, JC is kind of learning how to go to college right now. Like it's kind of, you know, independent learning and all that. So I feel like the younger you get, the harder this becomes. Would you agree with that?
1: I would agree with it for several reasons. Number one, for just like what we were saying with Skyler having to be on the screen all day, less breaks, but also the parental interaction that has to occur with elementary school kids is that, you know, an elementary school kid, you know, definitely K1, 2, 3 is going to need a parent around to be like, are you paying attention? Are you on the screen? Are you doing what you're supposed to be doing? Are you not? Because even Skyler sometimes when you're doing class, I can hear kids who like come on their microphone and start talking and messing around <laughs> yeah. occasionally. I mean, it's not overwhelming, but can you imagine what that's like in a third grade classroom if they're turning on their microphones and stuff? So mm-hmm. you have, there needs to be some sort of parental or tutor or older sibling or babysitter to support that process. So I think for younger kids, I agree with you, Ted. I think it, look, it seems a little more difficult.
0: So um, I think uh, Chicago schools are starting school tomorrow. So let's just assume that there is a 15-year-old and a a 12-year-old and a 17-year-old listening who are about to start their Zoom sessions tomorrow. Is there anything you guys know now that you didn't know two weeks ago in regards to helping them? Skylar, you go first.
3: Um, For the first few weeks, even though we've only had two weeks, there's not a lot of pressure. Like, um, I was very nervous starting because it was something very new, but not the teachers don't know what they're doing either. Like,
1: in a good way, meaning they're starting at at scratch with you.
3: Everyone's starting the same. So I wouldn't be nervous or have any pressure because for the first few weeks, it's not at all. And even going on because you can't really mark someone being tardy if their internet's down, like, it's completely different.
2: Good. Uh, Oh, I would say is the first day of, uh, remote learning is not good like most first days it's not fun like i remember coming downstairs saying i can't believe we have to do this for two weeks and i i at that point was like oh we're probably going to do this even longer because they're going to extend it and i didn't like it because zoom really scared me and it scared me to turn on my mic and it scared me to turn my camera on but it literally took one day to get easier. Like it was the first class you got to get through and then maybe the first day and for some people even the first week. But it gets so much easier because you start getting to know the people in your class just like in a classroom. Everyone is awkward. Everyone is a bit uncomfortable at first, but it, it does get easier. It's like all things. And it's surprising how nervous you are to just be in front of a camera, but it it just happens. I don't know. It's just, a. it's just like presenting in front of a classroom because everyone, you can see everyone, everyone can see. It's like overwhelming, but you know, things change and people get used to it.
1: Agreed. Mm-hmm. Jason, any
4: thoughts?
2: Um, yeah, I was kind of going on with both with Both of what they said. Uh, just don't take it too
4: seriously. I think people are, I remember Skylar, was on there and she wouldn't move because she was worried she like oh, yeah. would distract people. Just don't take it too seriously. Everyone's very, especially Cameron said, everyone's very awkward at first and people hate it at first and then you start getting used to it and you're like okay this is bearable because in my opinion it's just easier it's no waste of time
1: yeah i i agree and i think and even for you know todd and i do some of our work on zoom and adults have the same experience like what you said skylar about your teachers are nervous too. And I think that's why, and I'm just going to insert this in the middle here, and I'm talking to parents, and I guess any kids would be listening, like your teachers are learning, your teachers didn't go to school to learn how to teach on Zoom classes. Their expertise is often their, you know, social, emotional understanding of kids and being able to be face-to-face with kids. And this is a new experience for them too. So I've been really on social networking I've been dismayed when I've seen parents saying this teacher's dropping the ball or this teacher's not giving enough work or this teacher needs to be more whatever because there is a this is what I mean about the 2019 versus 2020 goals if parents think the teachers are supposed to be doing exactly what they were doing last year this is a this is a misunderstanding that we all need to be on the same page about that we're going through change collectively and that what that means, when we look at it through those glasses, I think things are actually going pretty well. Mm-hmm. It, I think each of you have said to me, Mom, what would you have done when you were young if school had been canceled? And what would we have done, Todd? I mean, there was no Zoom. There We would have met in fields until it got cold and then not at school. Like, honestly, yeah. we didn't have these options. I mean, so- we'd meet in a field, a
4: corn field. Yeah,
2: but, like, one really thing nice. that happens is the teacher, it's kind of funny. Like, we're all kind of going through the same, like, weird thing. We're all getting used to it, as you said. But it's, I've heard of someone on Facebook was really mad because their kid came downstairs a little earlier and they said that our teacher let us off early or something and the parent wasn't happy with it. But that's the thing we were talking about earlier. We don't have to stay on. Like, we don't, like, when we're in school, we can't just, like, leave whenever we want to. At least most people can if they can't drive. But on Zoom, if the teacher's like, you know what, we got through the lesson, I'm giving you the practice, they can just let us go, which is awesome for kids who need breaks or kids who like to work independently. And it's kind of a blessing in disguise, or it's not even in, de- in disguise. It's. Uh, giving you the freedom and you're also learning how to work on things yourself, which are very important skills. Like for kids who constantly like want to ask questions or need guidance, they can kind of train their brains to be like, okay, I can figure this out for myself. So don't freak out if your kid gets out a little early <laughs> <laughs> that it, it's okay. Mm-hmm. Everything.
0: Uh, did you want to say something, Jace?
4: Yeah. I was going to say like how parents are really stressed out about their kids not being in school and what's that what is that really saying? Like they're worried for their academic process or are they worried for their future? And like going through the college application process, I think it's something they shouldn't worry about because if you're really focusing on their future colleges, everyone's doing the same thing. So it's not like they're going to not be accepted somewhere. It's not like they're going to be on the wrong track. This is a very different school year that is always going to be excused, I feel. They're going to be like, oh, you didn't do well... Through this process, no one did because it was new. So I feel like when parents are worried about these things, like everyone's doing the same thing. So,
0: so next question. Actually, it's two parts, and you can choose either or both. Um, first question is: There's teachers that listen to this podcast, and I would think that they might take value because you guys have been doing Zoom for two weeks. What are some things that you have seen that teachers do that you connects with what you guys are doing? And then what are some things that are disconnecting? And then I'll ask the second question later. So Skylar, go ahead.
3: Um, A lot of teachers who, I mean, I don't really know any of my teachers, but they're trying to be really energetic and funny. And they're really trying so hard to connect with us. And sub kids are just not. And they're like trying to be energetic, like doing fun things. And that's really helped me Mm. because I've been focusing. But yeah, they're just trying really hard. Um, Sky,
1: I remember like the third day of school because the first two days were rough for you. You were like, I am exhausted. My eyes are exhausted. Um, and actually, all three of you asked for what are they called? Those glasses? Blue light, Blue light glasses. glasses. Blue light glasses. And they all have them now because their eyes were so tired. Um, so again, we're <laughs> moving with the times, right? But um, you one of your teachers had you guys do this thing where you had to run around the house and find things And you were like, it felt so good to move. And it just gave you like that day. You're like, today was a good day. Do you remember that? Mm -hmm. And so was that just about being able to move?
3: I think it was about the teacher because only because she was the only one who had done something that would actually help us move. Yeah. And it helped me so much for the rest of the day. Oh, good. Yeah. Because you like got a little energy
1: out. Mm -hmm. camp.
2: Uh, One thing I have seen with teachers which I know they do this uh, some every year like when they have us fill out like what's one thing I can do to help you learn and we do that every single year and I usually put some BS answer and because I just want to get through (laughs) it and like move on and stare at the ceiling or something but I have noticed this year at least I don't I'm not in a teacher's head that they have taken it into account and they have been like Okay, I know some of you guys said you really like to work independently, so you can and you can log off now if you really want to. Or you can stay on and just ask me questions and turn your camera off whenever you need it. And they are taking your feelings into account because they don't know what you want right now because we're just starting with everything, so I don't know the best version of Zoom teaching because, obviously, they've never done this before. So I do appreciate that extra effort to be like, okay, I'm not going to be stuck in what I think should be best because I don't really know at the point, at this point. So um, uh, they're actually taking the kids' uh, feelings and opinions into account. Anything, Jace? I mean, uh, this might come off wrong
4: because Skylar was like, I love when they're energetic, and Karen, I kind of going along with Karen when they like care and, you know, they take your own opinions into account. But I love when they don't care at all. Like, they're like, okay, you said this. Like, mm-hmm. they lecture you and then they're like, if you want to go, you can. Like, it's like, that's the perfect thing. That's they're just it's trying to get through long. what they want to do as fast and as, I guess, energetic as they can. And then they say, you're in charge of how you're going to deal with that information. You know what I mean? There's like an efficiency to it. Yeah. They're like, you can go if you need to. And it- that's exactly so like, nice
1: here's the lecture here's the information they no longer have a classroom where they need to control all the dynamics or who's talking to each other or it's like okay here's what you need to go do and especially for you know my senior and sophomore that may be different for middle school because they may need some more rallying like let's do a group but for you guys if if you got the lecture and you got the notes and you got the book let's get down to business right go ahead kim
2: one thing The teachers have said that they absolutely love about Zoom learning is that they can all mute us (laughs) and they don't have to like keep quieting us down. So I think that's one thing, the one thing about Zoom they may like. Mm -hmm. So that is fun to be able to take control of your own classroom. Whether you can control if they listen, if the students listen or not, you can't really control that in a classroom either. True. Yeah, so you don't have to be interrupted, and the kids who want to learn, who want to listen, get to listen which is
1: fun well and this is what's interesting is that that i think if you haven't been a teacher before or been in the classroom while your kid is learning you don't know how much time the teacher spends quieting people down oh <laughs> and i think that that would be surprising to a lot of parents how much time is spent talking about what did you guys learn champs champs <laughs> expectations <laughs> like you know like this we still is what we do expectations <laughs> Yeah, this is yeah. the expectation and that there's a it, that not all classroom time is academic, that a lot of it is trying to control in a, in a dynamic or an environment. And so a lot of that, like what you just said, Cam, is now not an issue because they just <laughs> mute you. And now there are parents who are listening who have kids and you guys may have friends or acquaintances who struggle with this, who their their kids need more support, right? And you guys may have had school years where you're like, ooh, I really needed my teacher this year. I really needed more support. What are they doing for kids who need some support? Kim?
2: Um, What I will say that they're doing is, they do this a lot in school too, but I think it's being taken up more uh, right now is, They're like, if you want to stay on, you can talk to me after class. Like, they stay on for a good 15 minutes, and all of Wednesday, you can do that for a bunch of classes, depending on the teacher. Like, it's not like they're completely closed off. They, like, send the lecture, and then they leave you to yourself. Like, you can get help if you need it, and it might be easier for some kids. When you're doing it face-to-face, it's a lot of pressure. Mm -hmm. So you can, like, one, email them. You can just talk to them over Zoom, and you can turn your camera off, or you can just talk to them face-to-face, and maybe another kid has the question they are staying on too like it's not impossible or even that hard to get extra help it's about the same as when you're in a classroom
0: have, have you guys had any funny experiences on zoom
2: oh yes i have
0: is yes. anything anything I'm you could really share
4: <laughs> yes. Such good ones.
2: oh no share um, one do you want to go first no no go ahead okay uh Probably, like, the first week, I'm not sharing that one, but, um, (laughs) Um, uh, the first week when, uh, when it was, like, the third day of school or something, no one was completely comfortable at the moment, uh, everyone was still kind of getting used to it, but in my Italian class, this really helped us for some reason, because I'm not talking about what you think I'm talking about, but, um... We the internet completely went out and our teacher was kicked off and we were just sitting there for a second and someone turned their mic on I was just like, so what do we do now? Because no one, okay, for parents who freak out when the internet goes off, no one in my classroom has ever freaked out when the internet goes <laughs> off. And this kid was like, I'm going to be the host. And then they turned on their Netflix screen and started sharing, like, a show for us to watch. And it was awesome.
1: Well, and and what's and again, I know some parents may be like, well, that's, like, I saw some parents being like, when the internet goes off, it's like, Lord of the Flies.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no,
1: it's and not. It's like, but, but no here's- one Everyone literally goes to sleep. Right. I'm just like Okay. And I think, and again, I am talking about older kids. For, so for those of you who have first graders, and the internet goes out, maybe it is a little nutty. <laughs> like flies. I, I don't want to like assume that I know what's happening in all the classroom. But kids are super resilient. They're funny. They are. They're adaptable and sometimes humor humor is not a problem when we're learning oh. like we're so stressed out about this is academic time and if you're not being serious you know like parents who are like kids my kid can't listen to music while they're studying or my kid you know needs to be serious and like our um our next-door neighbor uh sent me this awesome picture of her daughter who is how how old is um, no
4: aubrey Oh, Aubrey! Uh, I think she's like grade. second grade. Yeah, and she—it was this
1: really funny picture of her sitting in front of her Zoom, and she had like kind of crazy hair and these like wax lips, and she's <laughs> like, you know, like it's okay now if it's if there's some in the classroom that might end up being chaos, but mm-hmm. like on a screen, if that helps the kid feel like they have something of their own or that they it like in, enhances their learning, I think this is where we have to kind of expand—is that. We get so serious about school and while education is so important, I'm not quite sure who taught us that there was no joy in it. Right. I'm not quite sure who told us that it had to be constant learning or else nothing was being learned. Go
4: ahead. Oh, well, we talked about it. like it's like it's literally a constant process from 200 years ago. Like it never changed. Like, nothing nothing was funny. Like, nothing was, mm. like, it was to survive. Like, education was to survive. Like, you went to school, you were alive in your youth, and you made it to adulthood, and then you worked, hopefully, for a little bit. Like, I, it just has never changed. Obviously, the times have changed a little bit. Um, but it's the same patterns, I feel. And the same, like, a lot of our, like, I went to a
1: public school, and so there was a lot of, like, you know, teachers who were kind of—I didn't have to wear a uniform, or there were there was a lot of like troublemakers, and there was you know we had some humor and some joy in our classes, but I know that some private schools maybe, and maybe Todd, you can you went to a private school, and they it was more serious. There were still kids who got hit with the hand, hit on the hand with a ruler kind yeah. of situation. For sure like there was still like corporal mm-hmm. is it called corporal punishment or corporal
0: yeah when i was in uh, catholic school they the teachers could hit you oh my god and i saw it happen i used to get m- grabbed by my arm and those teachers they looked like feeble strong especially the nuns <laughs> like the nuns. much stronger like they the it looked like a uh, something that was very benign but they would grab you and squeeze you as hard as they could and their little hand can really do some damage. So anyways but that happened. Um, one funny thing. A little traumatized. Uh, yeah, it's just kind of what happens when you go to a Catholic school. And yes. the parents were usually on the teacher's side. But it doesn't happen anymore.
2: No. Right?
1: I don't, I don't know. So. I don't go to
0: a Catholic school so I don't know.
1: I don't, I don't think it
2: does. I don't think it's allowed anymore. But like that kind of shows how great the system worked that we're using now. So I mean... Obviously, no hitting, but we we actually, in second grade, we learned about, like, the one classroom school or whatever. What what was it called? One-room schoolhouse. One-room schoolhouse, and we went there, and the teacher talked about three punishments she would give us, and I remember, I'm not going to say his name, I probably shouldn't say his name, but one of the kids in my class... He was literally put on a stool in in the back of the room and just put in the corner for talking. And another uh, punishment she could do, and she was not, like, trying to be funny. She was, like, an actress, so she wanted mm. to uh, actually be, like, the teacher. And it was, a, it was funny at first, but then she told us to stop laughing, so it wasn't funny anymore. <laughs> um, and... What happened is she told us that another punishment she could get, but I don't think she's allowed to do this one, where she would draw a circle on the chalkboard and you had to put your nose up there mm-hmm. just so you had to sit up straight. And then another one was you would hold out your hands and she would put, like, four books in your hand and you would have to stand there all day. Yeah. And, like, I don't, this obviously doesn't happen now at all. I just, I
3: always thought that was interesting. No, My, yeah, I went to a one-room schoolhouse, um... And in second grade, and the punishments literally scared me. I started sobbing in class.
0: Oh, boy. Oh when I was seventh, it was fun. When I was in seventh grade, I had a teacher named Miss Dreyer, and she would give us stupid assignments. So if you misbehaved, you'd have to, whatever you did wrong, you'd have to write it on a piece of loose leaf, you know, a 100 times. Like, how's that for education? One thing that I thought was funny, I don't know if I'm allowed to bring this up or not, but one of my three kids was on FaceTime while their counterpart was... um <laughs> In the middle of a discussion with her teacher because the kid was failing his class. Do you? Does anybody want to share that story? What do you want me to share about it? It's hilarious. It, it reminds me of the creativity. Like I'm just picturing your friend.
1: I don't really understand. What do you mean? You were on Facetime while the kid was talking to the teacher. So like you were <laughs> yeah. there. Yeah. Did the teacher know you were there? No. Why?
4: Why were you brought in? I was FaceTiming him during class. This is bad. This is bad. This like, is no not helpful to, to the parents? He's not supposed to do do not this is not role modeling. Well, it was during It was during a yoga class. He's going to kill me. <laughs> is he going <gonna> <laughs> well, to listen to this? No. Well, he actually might. Okay. Well, it doesn't matter. He was failing yoga, and we've been in class <laughs> for like one day.
2: <laughs> How do you fail after
4: one day? See, How do
2: you fail when you can't even do yoga <laughs> yeah, right. class? He's not,
4: he's, it was really bad. And then she's like whoever like you said like whoever needs to stay on can stay on and you know he's like on mute and he's like i hear her voice because she's talking to like two other students and the other one leaves he's like what am i say <laughs> i'm like tell her you're failing and she's like she's like well yeah you're just gonna need to turn on your assignments he's like uh okay thanks and he like left
1: but see, how is that any different than waiting outside the classroom when your friends is talking to the teacher? Less
2: time consuming.
1: Like, I guess my point is, is I, I get, JC, why you're saying this isn't good role modeling. No, don't like, do that. We're not saying do Bad this. Idea. Um, I get it. But it's like when we're in a classroom, kids are around watching kids who are struggling and, and possibly failing all the time. Like, this is the social pressure that I think has been relieved. Now, here's the thing. A lot of kids, because they are more extroverted or they get a ton from being in the school with lots of people, they miss that. And I understand that. But there's a lot of kids who that constant engagement with other kids that they may not necessarily want to spend time with or sit by or walk. You know, it's not about disliking someone. It's not about being immature. It's just a lot of energy, a lot of kids. You know what I mean? Like, do you guys feel... I know you love your friends and you love your schools and stuff, but do you feel like, have you noticed that you feel less anxious because you're not in a brick and mortar school? How do you feel? Sky? what do you think?
3: It depends. Uh, I mean, like Zoom, I haven't really felt anxious on Zoom, the Zoom classes, but it's very, it's uh, at school when I'm with my friends, it doesn't make me anxious because that's the time right when you're not supposed to. So that hasn't changed, but it does make me feel a little safer mm-hmm. from, like, different things other than just learning, you know?
2: So you feel safer at home is mm-hmm. what you mean, yeah. Yeah, like, there's this meme that's been going around Instagram. It's, like, a photo of kids climbing the fence and they're being, like, how to escape school in 2019 and <laughs> how to escape <laughs> school in 2020. And it shows, like, you just clicking the X on the <laughs> of your computer. And that was something that was kind of, like, early on when we didn't really have e-learning quite yet like we hadn't even left school but like now it's so relevant like if I was ever literally overwhelmed or getting super super anxious I'm not trapped and that in itself can help you like you don't always have to exit out you can be like if I really need to I can just click this button and I'm gone yeah which is awesome for kids who uh like have mental are going through something like that's bad for their mental health like that's Everything being mm-hmm. able to leave when you want to stop and not being looked leaving. at yes, when you do it exactly like no one you can just say you can literally say yeah my internet cut out and they'll believe you and that's not obviously not something you should be like oh yeah I can I can just cheat it should be when you need it mm-hmm. and I think the teacher would be okay with that if they knew that you were that overwhelmed.
4: Um, I was just gonna say that I don't know I was with one of my friends the uh, the other day we were driving past school and. We were, like, talking about, like, we cannot fathom the idea of going to eight different classrooms in the middle of that, being in the hall, surrounded by people, then going to the lunchroom, surrounded by people constantly, after school, being surrounded by, like, people after activities, whatever, going home, surrounded by, obviously, not just your family, but then going to sleep for maybe six hours, then doing it all over again. Like, we can't even think about that, do like, doing that anymore. Yeah, like, Like it's it's
1: changed so fast.
4: Yeah, like, I that's insane to me like I would that's so much energy that like we took for granted that we because now we're just you know we're sitting all day which is not the best thing and not all day it's like half a day but it's not the best thing but at least it's not as much as we had to fathom yeah like
1: one more thing Todd I was gonna say that I one thing that your dad and I talked about on a show a couple weeks ago is about how a lot of parents really believe that Uh, understandably, because we grew up with it, that the brick and mortar kids should be in school and that's what's best for them. And that can be true for a lot of kids, but it's not true for all kids. And I think that's been something like an understanding that's been now opened up, at least, is that there's a lot of kids who go to school and have to deal with bullying. They have to do with feeling different. You know, they just feel different. They feel overwhelmed by their surroundings. They feel, um, you know they they they're dealing with with mental well-being things that have nothing to do with their education and like you said cam then it gets in the way of their education so in no way am i advocating for let's never go back to a brick and mortar school that's not what i'm saying but what i'm saying is if i think as parents we can kind of now look at this with a better view like this has been good for some kids and for some the other way is better but it's okay to have this experience that you guys are, are still becoming educated Mm -hmm. just in a different way.
0: Yeah. I think what you're explaining is that there's all different types of kids with different personalities and some of them adore the traditional school setup while others just don't fit in as well to that type of setup. So, they've been you know at least jacy's been going to school since 2008 here we are in 2020 so k through senior year like we've we forced kids to kind of fit into this mold and now just for like a few months maybe a year maybe a year and a half we have to like break the mold and allow to see what shows up and the fact that uh these kids uh some of them are thriving by not being able to go to school
1: That has been my experience as a therapist, a lot of my clients who have kids who were struggling in school for social emotional issues, a lot of those kids are like doing so much better. Like their depression has decreased. Their anxiety has decreased. Their like ability to attend in class has increased. Like, and that's the thing is it's like, who's the majority and who's the minority, I don't know, right? Because just because of my line of work, the only kids or parents I'm talking to may have some issues this year. You know what I mean? But I just feel like I love the way you just said that, Todd, because really, you know, just taking J.C. here as a senior is she's basically – we put her in two-year-old preschool Yeah. for like two years. J.C., you did a lot of preschool. Great. How'd that work out for you? Really nice. So, you. Um, So she's been in pre- – she's been in school – since she was two and here's one year or a year and possibly six months or whatever it's going to be where she's getting a different kind of learning and I think what as parents and even as educators and administrators that we can look at it and say it doesn't mean it's bad and I and and I think it's easy for us to find the negative because there are negatives. There are things that do slip through the cracks. Um, a lot of the what I see on social networking is a lot of the parents whose their kids have IEPs or 504s, their kids do need the extra support and they do thrive in a classroom and I hear them. Like I don't want to... just focus on, you know, one specific kid who's doing well in the setting, I get why kids need that interaction from teachers and peers. But it doesn't mean that we that that can't be found in other ways, that I'm noticing just in my own neighborhood, and some people I know, and you know, in other suburbs, that they're doing the pod kind of thing where their kids are learning together, or, you know, their kids are reading with younger kids. And there are ways we can do this, but it does take some work on the parents part which i think parents are like can my kids just go back to school please right
0: um one quick plug which is tangential for play-based learning Uh so all three of our daughters went to a play-based learning preschool which means they didn't have flashcards, they didn't have to memorize the alphabet you guys learned how to play i think you guys have any memories of preschool was it would you agree that it was play-based
4: from yeah, what I remember. yeah, we know the alphabet. I remember so, it very well. Most, we know it good. So when did we
2: learn we the sang alphabet? It, we, so.
1: They they did learn things. They just didn't <laughs> have <laughs> to like we were. be tested.
0: They were learning the ABCs and they learned how to write and stuff.
2: I learned what colors were.
0: I don't. I think we may, There may have been a little bit of like. Reading and writing, but I it don't was remember any by, of that. Yeah, actually, I, I don't think they did. It I was don't. literally play-based learning. Like I don't think
1: right. That was definitely the philosophy. Like I, I'm not disagreeing with that. But you, you guys would come home and be like, "Here's my letters." Yeah, we don't want st- to
2: say that the preschool doesn't teach. Them anything. <laughs> I mean, they
4: learned things, and you guys came home with little. You spelled mommy, mommy wrong,
1: though. You spelled mommy.
4: We minkus. <laughs> wow. Me and Cameron got last to the letters. <laughs> Let me
0: put Sorry. it this way. Let me put it this way. Compared to some other types of preschool, it was very much non academic based. Yes. And you guys all, when you got into kindergarten, you were a little behind than the median kid that showed up. Mm-hmm. and
1: i mean they all had to do reading remediation <laughs> all three of you we needed some and it comprehension was, help. and it was so funny because the teachers would like sit me down and be really quiet and they'd be like your daughter's gonna have to go <laughs> and well, i was like that's okay they're in kindergarten
4: <laughs> that's what i want for them I, yeah i was gonna say we all don't have crippling stress and depression so i feel like yeah. we're good we're, i'm great thank you though um
0: cameron just wrote something down there Oh. Best wow!
1: <laughs> that was, they made <laughs> me a thing that. <laughs> that said one. So because they went to the same wow, preschool, you were
4: best mommy. They made
1: like. <laughs> Me these little gifts and JC's oh yours said best wow? They were two W's. She had the W's instead of the m so it said best wow <laughs> instead of best mom. And Cameron said, I love mommy. M-O-M-Y. <laughs> <laughs> Skylar's didn't have any letters.
2: Yours I, was just a picture. She <laughs> didn't make it to the letters. <laughs> just a picture of me. It was just a picture of me. <laughs> she go. was like, no
1: letters
4: for me. So it slowly got worse.
2: <laughs> oh god. But
1: I mean to to you know. I think to JC's point if you guys listen to this show you know that that what Todd and I have the most important thing to me as a therapist also not as a parent is our children's social emotional and mental well-being and I'm very much focused on their education and academics I it's vitally important and I've you know that's a big thing in our house is learning but what does learning mean Because right now, I feel like all three of you are learning other things, too. Mm -hmm. Like, it's not just about, you know, learning about Chicago literature. Like, what else have you learned this year or in the last – since the pandemic hit? Like, what have you learned?
2: Like, Uh, in school or, like, about life? About – well, you could say
1: either. I don't want to direct what you're saying. But, like, hasn't there been learning beyond academic in the last nine months? Of
2: course, A lot more – I wouldn't say, like, you learn – okay, I learned this today. But you learn how to adapt – to new situations, because obviously I, from what I've heard, college is not the same as the school that I was in for the past however many years, like, it's different, like, you don't always go to the classroom, like, you have to figure out how to understand the lesson online by (coughs) reading something, by watching a video, and that's something that we, we kind of did, like, for the past, like, two or three years or whatever, but now we're kind of getting it a lot more, so that might be easier for many people to learn and some people learn like the other way but I personally I like figuring it out by myself I think that makes you understand it better whatever you're learning
4: <laughs> um I was going to talk about uh something that it was definitely something over quarantine that my friends and I talked about towards the end before we started school but we all said we figured out something about ourselves that we didn't think we didn't know we had to learn like it was mm-hmm we were finding out things about ourselves that we never had to think about because we were thinking all the time for basically the summer and then obviously into March, March 2 now. Um, But they were things that we sat with and we learned from and we found ourselves in a way we never thought we would. Mm -hmm. I think that depends on your age though because I feel like, you know,
2: when you're maybe second it. graders
4: aren't doing no, that.
3: No,
2: but I love it when people are like, I learned something about myself what? because I've never gotten Stop
4: them. doing that. I'm
2: not making fun of you. I just, you are. They say that in like books and TV shows and movies. They're like, I've learned so
4: much about myself. Wait,
2: Cameron, you have two. We just is had so a conversation. Rude. Yeah, I totally what?
1: get what you mean. Okay,
2: I get, thanks. I, just like, <laughs> I don't appreciate that attitude. I don't, I don't get what people mean by that sometimes. <laughs> but that's okay that you don't, yeah. but that doesn't mean
1: it's not real. No, I've never right. said it
2: wasn't real. I just, I thought it was funny because-
1: But the interesting thing is we were just having a conversation this weekend. JC, we understand what you mean.
2: I don't feel
4: heard.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Is that we were sitting out on the deck this weekend with our friends and Mm -hmm. you were talking about I'm not good. It's your story. So but about how there was kind of a way you used to interact Mm -hmm. with friends or with school or with life. And that you kind of figured out a new way to interact because it made you feel stronger. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that? Yeah. So didn't you learn something about yourself?
2: I guess so. I just I I honestly was just making fun of the phrasing because ah. I just hear well, that. a Well,
4: I wasn't and, gonna say like because they're really personal issues. Like, yeah, I know,
2: right. I I wasn't asking for okay. example
4: because they're just... things that like you would tell only s- certain people. But right. that I didn't want to phrase it that cliche, but that's yes. just the way to do it. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And so.
1: Um, Skylar, is there anything you have learned in quarantine, if it be about yourself, like JC said, or just as far as like a skill that you didn't have prior to quarantine?
3: I don't think so.
1: No, how to walk around? (laughs) Skyler's been walking around the last couple minutes.
3: She's very distracting.
4: I understand. It's fine.
3: Small room. What? You can go out of my room. No, please don't suffocate. I don't think I've learned. I bet I've changed, but I don't know specific things that I've learned about myself.
1: You know, one thing that's interesting about you is after when we would you know lock down in March, is Skyler started sleeping like a lot longer. All three girls Mm -hmm. did, but Skyler started sleeping nine or ten hours and in like two weeks she had grown like an inch like it was so weird like when kids sleep they grow yeah
2: my friends grew like three inches on me yeah i did not but um cam's like that didn't happen to me no like all my friends are like five six to five nine i'm just are you shrinking you go to bed bed at like 4 a.m no it's not true (laughs) i haven't gone to to bed at 4 a.m for like three weeks i just oh i just don't get i i was very confused when they came back because one of my friends left for a while and she came back and she was like towering over me so maybe it's because your
1: part. mom is five five and your dad's five eight no you're but, not going to get but, very tall
2: uh, you know the friend Turn that i'm talking went away yes her parents uh her mother is five foot and she's five six. Oh well okay. so
3: i don't know why.
0: okay um, okay. I'm four
3: foot nine and a half.
0: So let's close shop. I'm going to give you guys, you can answer either one of these two questions.
3: Uh-huh. The
0: first one is, what do you guys think of breakout rooms? Or.
2: Oh, oh my God. Oh God. I'm going to go with couldn't be worse.
0: <laughs> or advice for parents. We gave advice to students. We gave advice to teachers. Now advice for parents. Pick either one of those or both. Camry.
2: I would like to pick both. So breakout rooms, there was such a funny TikTok of that JC showed me. And, uh, It's basically like the teacher saying, okay, I'm going to put you all in breakout rooms and then you like want to throw your computer at the wall, which is how I feel because that is the absolute worst part of the social part of Zoom because like the first few days when you don't want to like move because you don't want anyone to like, think you're doing something. like It's such a weird thing to be worried about. But when you go into breakout rooms, there's always that awkward first 30 seconds where no one wants to talk first. Right. For some people, some people who are extroverted just, like, get right into it, which I admire, which just gets better. And I, I've i been in those situations where I'm the one who speaks first, then, then when people don't turn on their camera, it's, like, awkward because you're, like, you want to say their name, but then you don't want them to think, like, you're trying to force them to say something. So... It's not great, but, you know, I think, I think that's the part that's still getting better because I do not like breakout rooms up at all. Um, I, I, I don't know what some kids do. And advice for parents, um, uh, I am willing to bet that you are more stressed about your that your kid's not learning enough than your kids actually are. Because whether if your kid is actually coming to you being like, I feel like I'm not doing this right, I feel like blah, 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 I guess that's a reason to be like, okay, maybe email the teachers or have them email the teachers. But if it's about something like you don't think they're on for enough time or they don't, you don't think they're giving as much work, just try to chill a little bit because it's not supposed to be exactly like. Like, at the end of the day, it's not supposed to be 2019. It's not supposed to be you're up till midnight doing your homework. Like, the, it's sometimes less work is a good thing. And just try to find a way to adjust to that, just hey, like your kids are.
1: That's a good question. Like, was that a good thing? It
4: like, wasn't a good thing. You, you don't need to be stressed to learn. No. Which is something is so toxic in, this, in specifically mm-hmm. this suburb we live in. But you do not need to be crippling and crying every day in order to be successful. Mm -hmm. Yes. So thank you. Thank you.
1: Yes. Yeah. It's funny. Just, um, before I go to you and Skylar, JC, like when, when the pandemic hit, like at the end of February or the beginning of March, JC was like, she had obviously a full schedule. She was working almost full time and she was working till like midnight. And like, so I'm saying that because like, we just never saw JC and now she's still doing things and still active, but she like has a little bit of space and you're, you're, you're not getting sick and you're actually healthy. You know what I mean? So it's just less stressed. Completely. So Skylar or JC, so... breakout rooms and then also advice for parents if you got any
3: i used to like breakout rooms because i didn't know they existed and then when we started doing them i started not liking them (laughs) but they're just stupid no one talks for the first five minutes like literally i sat there for three minutes
1: do you remember the one i was in the kitchen so you i don't know who your partner was this was a while ago and you were like do you have any ideas and the kid was like no you're like well that's helpful
3: like you guys just sat there for a while no i I try my best i know but i'm when i'm in groups like that i'm not gonna be very nice to you because they're like so yeah i don't know and i'm like well that's helpful peter (laughs) thank you very much poor peter (laughs) sorry (laughs) sorry
1: Peter so any advice for um, parents
3: um chill out and the teachers are trying their best
2: yes go easy on the teachers if you want to blame someone blame the pandemic okay the virus the teachers are not not in the wrong here they do not want to be here they want to be in the classroom they cannot change that they're not in charge the district is in charge of when we go back or not so do not attack the teachers that's last thing okay (laughs) jace what about you either breakout
3: rooms that was just incredible (laughs) thank you for that
4: um breakout rooms or advice i'll i'll answer both them quickly um i think breakout rooms are awful i think they're like they said it's i mean if you're with someone you actually enjoy being around it's great because you're efficient and you want to just get it over with but i find myself trying to like i don't want to i'm the only person because there are some people that go for it and i'm like thank you for doing that but sometimes you know you're there for a good 15 seconds you're like, okay I just, I just want to get this done but i will say breakout rooms are great for little kids like mm. they're incredible i
3: <laughs> we all said mm.
4: <laughs> it was really interesting because when i was babysitting them over there the they were in music class with miss Lukritz, by the way oh, and shout out and they were like all singing together Mm. and she was like okay now we're gonna go in breakout rooms and tell each other stories and they were all loving it having a great time and it was just great because they don't really care about social stuff like that yet so it's really easy but for us we're like thinking about everyone else how they feel about us and it's just the worst but and then for parents i just don't like how they judge even though they've never been in it you know what i mean? Like. Yeah. It's like annoying when your kid, you know, it's downstairs early, but I don't think you've ever had to be in a classroom on Zoom for a good semester. Mm -hmm. Like you have no idea what's going on. Like you've never been through it, especially at our age Mm -hmm. with, I don't know stress. But it's just hard for me to be like, yeah, I understand how you're annoyed when they've never even been through it. So yeah. it's actually it's brand new or the idea
1: that you guys will never look at your phones or that, yeah. you know, there's a lot of parents who are like, you know, you have to put your phone away. You can't. And I understand, especially if a kid is completely not paying attention, like everything's, you know, relative to the experience. But, you know, kids are on their phones. You know, they use their phones for a lot of different things, mm-hmm. not just yeah. for, you know,
2: what, what also I'll say to parents, the last thing I promise is that... This is um, your
1: third last thing. Yeah,
2: third <laughs> last thing, but I keep remembering things. The parents who like say we should be on Zoom longer or until 3 o'clock or whatever, however we were supposed to do in like regular school, that is completely uh, unreasonable because that is asking a kid a lot to be on the computer the same time Oh, we're supposed to be in school and that's mentally draining. And I guarantee you by the last class, not a lot of people will be in taking new information. So it will not be it'll be more counterproductive than it will be productive.
1: Yeah, we were talking about how some teachers, (coughs) excuse me go over the time Mm -hmm. and how hard that is because you like have to be in the next class and you stop listening
3: I have two minute breaks in between classes like actually two minutes Mm -hmm. and when teachers go long it takes away my two minute break it is absolutely the worst and
2: sometimes you're even late I've heard some kids that are late so yeah, that's the only thing. Make sure you stay in your time limit,
1: right? If teachers. if at all possible. And again, mm-hmm. that's a you know.
2: I can't. I'm not the teacher, but right. That's,
1: There's reasons that why that happens, but
4: under but you and, know understood. And you don't want to be rude and be right. like, "We need to go,"
2: like because right. they're in the
4: middle of instruction. Maybe they don't even know the time's up, but you don't want to defy them because that makes them angry. Do not so defy them.
1: You mustn't defy.
4: Um, yes. So
1: basically, um, uh, did you have something to say? Sorry, Ted.
0: Um I might be stirring the pot here. So oh. buckle up.
2: Oh no. Um
0: have oh, mercy. No. So I will just speak to the breakout rooms and I know it's uncomfortable, but here's my father born in 1972 year old judgment. I judge that we we don't put ourselves in those uncomfortable situations as much as we used to and I feel like the breakout room for me is Yeah, it's time to, like, get awkward and talk with people that you otherwise wouldn't talk about. uh, JC, you go first.
4: Well, I was just going to say I understand that, and, you know, we should get used to that because there's going to be more of it. But if we were in a potting class, no one would feel
0: weird. Know what I don't mean? Don't you think those are weird, though? Even when no. you're, like, no, in this it's little... It's not
4: easier. It's so at all. much easier when you're... When you're, you're in person. person. Oh, really? Yeah. You read body language, you know what? Got it. They're thinking, you know, if they're actually listening, yeah. like, it's... You don't want to
2: talk over someone by turning on your mic, and then they turn on your mic at yeah, the same time. totally. Also, it's weird. You're in your room. Yeah, it's like, I don't want anyone to see my room. My friend pranked me because i have this little chair swing in my room they're like i'll give you 10 bucks if you start swinging in your chair in the
0: background
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's just there's yeah a lot are
0: you of guys things. instant messaging I'm, each other oh my
2: god the whole time for me and oh, and really? i always
3: have class. my camera on so i can't get away with that
2: no i can't because everyone's always looking down like at least like at, at least once a class like you're looking at your phone but me and my friend are in this class and I don't. I don't have her in any other classes. I haven't had her in a class in like two years. So we just every single thing that the teacher says, we like comment on. We're like, oh, is this true? How do we do this? And it's hilarious because my friend is really funny. And the teacher said something, and she texted me the same thing, but like in quotes. And then I couldn't stop laughing. And then the teacher kind of caught me. But
1: you Cameron know. got in trouble that day.
2: I didn't get in yeah. trouble. You just. You-
1: you did. You came outside and you said the teacher pointed
0: me out or something.
2: Well, like. it it's it was fine. He was I kind of got away with it, so it was fine.
0: Did we ground her, sweetie? Yeah. No. no. Yeah. Maybe we have to start Should grounding we? them. That's what I think.
1: Oh, no. no. So are you are you finished or did you want to did you want them to say something else about the Zoom block no. the breakouts? So Just like in closing that I think that going back to the 2019 we had certain goals and now 2020 we have certain goals is that I think if we can kind of and you can do this as a family, like really sit down and be like, what is our goal for this semester? Like, is our goal to make it identical to last year or is our goal to just do our best with what we have, have some lightness about it, learn something, as JC said, about ourselves, um, do our best to be educated and show up and kind of have less pressure. This is like, I like what you said, Bird, about this is an opportunity to have less pressure. You know, the way that we were doing it before, the world wasn't the way it is now. Yet we keep trying to f- put a square peg in a round hole, and we're not, it's not like that anymore. So, how do we do this as families? And again, I understand that a lot of parents, they need to go back to work or they just want their kids somewhere so they know that they're safe. Like, I know there's a lot of moving parts here, and we're not as. The five of us can't cover everybody's personal experience, but maybe just from the bigger picture, like how are we going to do this? Can we be creative as parents? Can we put less pressure on ourselves to do this perfectly as teachers, less pressure and as kids, less pressure to feel like they have to be either chronically busy or they're failing. Like Mm -hmm. it's okay for them to have some space to think and to learn and to process, like that's actually how brains work. (laughs) They don't work well under pressure. And um, this might be like a pressure, a release valve that we needed. Um, It's not something I would have asked for or anything that we're necessarily enjoying, but it might be a release valve that was needed.
0: So before we actually close shop, um, we started a weekly tradition about a month ago where we all roll a die and whoever rolls the highest number gets to choose one event as a family that week. So the first week who won? Cameron? I did. Went to your favorite uh, Italian restaurant. Which one was it? I don't
3: think I did I don't remember she, we did. she didn't do that. I didn't do that. What did she do? She just
2: uh, she just took us to ice cream. I yeah. feel like Where there's did something else we eat. Else. That was the thing. That's I, I don't
0: think you got to, to tr- choose. Where did we go?
1: We didn't went we to get we got Chipotle, didn't we? And then we did went to, we? to Oberweis. yeah.
4: And I wanted to walk, but nobody no, wanted to walk. That's oh, yeah, that's really nice.
0: So week two was uh, JC took us to watch the sunset after getting some yummy food. Wasn't it
4: the best, guys? It, that
2: was my favorite. That what so do you think, Cam?
4: So guys, okay. I
0: have dice here. We're going to do this right now.
2: Oh, my God. Didn't Skylar get it last time? Yeah, I just
4: yeah.
3: got it. And what did we do? I um.
2: Skylar's was good.
3: I went to Elmhurst Brewing Company, and then we went to Cold Stone. Nice. It was fun.
1: Oh, I have not yet won the die roll. Oh, is yes.
3: it? It's like for, it's not on
4: a computer anymore.
0: No, we're doing it for real right now. Will you pass one to uh, Skylar? We
4: should noise. try not to so, scream.
0: Yeah, so Guys. let's go uh, <gasps> youngest to oldest. <gasps> we do it at the same time? After you, should let's we do it? do
4: it
2: at the same time.
0: Same time? Oh,
2: God, I'm Wait, scared. And then and we all show our numbers.
0: Don't show it. Announce it Enough. on the podcast. How all do right.
2: I not announce it if it so falls just, on the table? Just
0: roll it and then cover it. Right. Skylar? Six. Oh, my gosh. No. Cameron? T- two. 2 five two four
2: what the heck no. twice in
3: a row oh my yeah. god Yeah, i thought we said we- <laughs> oh geez.
2: no cameron we so let you
3: roll again and yes. i didn't my win. turn
0: all right i still haven't won <laughs> and neither have i um okay
2: that's it. a shame i'm winning
0: so a few things one is team zen uh we do a, a twice a month zen talk it's a community it's a virtual community of support we hope you guys join us it's Twenty-five bucks a month. First month's free. Put in the coupon code Friend. Tribe has a busy week this week. Uh, what are we doing uh, tonight? We there is a separation, divorce, support uh, circle. Wednesday night is our typical meeting. Thursday we have a justice circle. Monday, Friday morning we have a meditation. And John Duffy and myself are going to be leading a workshop on September twenty-third. This is what we titled it: What What's dads it? Oh. What dads miss Why you hold the power to connect with your kids. Um, so
1: a great
4: title i thought
0: kathy came up with that's it. a
4: bit long i thought Probably it was the title. one me and skylar came up with but that's fine
0: what was oh, the what one about
3: that um a uh tood and duff oh yeah dope af with tood and duff yes
0: that didn't make the cut
3: i think that's a good I idea personally now, more people would come that really
4: encompasses your message so i just kept envisioning
1: the picture of you two <laughs> it says dope af that's <laughs> right
4: they they're like this
0: that's right we got to get the artwork for that. Um, and then don't forget Jeremy craft. He's a bald headed beauty. He's been spon- sponsoring us since our very first <laughs> podcast. That every our
2: house. House. That's
0: that's 10 years. You guys. Yeah.
2: Ten. He built our he's, house. So
0: this is the 564th time that he has sponsored our podcast. Oh, uh, thanks. avidco.net, um, 6309561800. Anything else?
2: No. No. Everyone's <laughs> no getting a little slap
1: happy now. I can't believe I didn't win
2: again. I won. Guys, I, I we're in for a treat. Like
1: a one or a two. I don't
2: think it's fair. We love I you, listeners. I is, <laughs> okay. is it still recording? Hey, girls. please Listen to Zen. Oh. Wait, wait. One more thing.
1: <laughs> what the girls have told me, or at least one of my girls has told me a number of times over the course of this year, is that at the conference this year, we forgot the to comp. thank oh my
2: God. our kids. <laughs> yeah.
1: So girls, thank you. Like, You wouldn't have like,
2: this your without sponsors, us. And then you were like, is there anyone else we need to think? And then you went, Nope. <laughs> we were just standing there in the back like this.
0: I was. Uh, so now we thank you. Well, what yes. did they do to help put the conference together? We, we were, were
2: born, to do? Oh, dude, excuse think me hosting me a show to uh, a long Zen outro. Parenting also, Radio without <laughs> being parents. That's a good point.
3: <laughs> it would just be Zen Radio. that Which be makes cool. no <laughs> sense. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Let's do that when they all leave. Let's just do Zen movies.
3: What? Keep, you won't be parents
2: anymore.
0: Keep trucking, everybody. Adios.
1: Okay. <laughs> Zen Radio. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everyone. Remember to subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. And feel free to leave a five-star review on iTunes. It helps people find us. Also subscribe and review our pop culturing podcast, a Gen X viewpoint on movies and TV with an emphasis on personal growth and self-awareness. It's basically the flip side of Zen Parenting Radio you want more zen parenting check out our third podcast otherwise known as team zen one of our team members described it as an advice column meets group help meets like-minded community with your 25 dollars subscription you get two live zen talks with an opportunity to ask us live questions plus a facebook community where you can interact or just listen to like-minded parents if you can't join us live you can still access all the zen talks through the team zen podcast app
0: and don't forget about tribe men's group we have a virtual community from men all over the world Head on over to the tribemensgroup.org or shoot me an email at todd at It's an opportunity for guys to come together and talk about what really matters. Finally, I want to give a special thanks to our founding partner, Jeremy Kraft. He's a bald head of beauty, and the company he has is Avid. They do painting and remodeling throughout the Chicagoland area. Go to avidco.net or give him a call at 630-956-1800. Thanks for all your love and support, and keep on trucking.